Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of BS Thoughts with your host, Brian. And today we're going to talk about moving in together. And when you're dating, moving in is a big, big deal. Some of y'all do it and don't even realize you're doing it, but it is a really, really big deal. And since Janae's back, I want to go ahead and let her start <laughs> off with that. How's your thoughts about, what are your thoughts about moving in together? One, I think you can actually move in with people on accident. Yes, you can. You can do that on accident. But the first thing is there should be a time limit um, before then. You should have dated for a while. I don't exactly know the time limit, but you should have dated for a while if there are children involved. Everyone should have met everyone. Everything should be flowing. Everything should be good before you are living in the same household. No, I agree. Because if not, it's going to be chaos. Yeah, you can definitely move in by accident before you know it. You yeah, got yourself yeah. a whole drawer, yeah. a whole cabinet, a whole spot in the closet. Every night you're staying there mm-hmm. and you're never at your own house. No, I agree. All did. the damn food at your house is now spoiled. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Like, for instance, uh, your neighbors know, like, nope, that's that space is for the person that be coming over all the yeah. time. Your electric bill is down because you've been spending so much time all at their house. All of your utilities are down. You got exactly. cobwebs growing in your wall, or the, in the corners of your wall because you've been there you're for so nev- long. You're never, you're never home. So I think that, um, like I said, you should definitely have everything, like. Especially when children are involved. You should yes. definitely have everyone acquainted mm-hmm. first before you decide to move someone into your home. Yeah, because that's a big change for that the child as well. That is a huge adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before you're officially living with someone, you should know. Because I, <clears> I <throat> really believe you don't really know a person until you live in this, until you share quarters with them. That's true. I believe that. Yeah, I don't think you believe. I agree. I agree with that sentiment. I also think that you don't know nobody until y'all have your first big argument. That too. Yeah, you don't know. Which comes about some dumb shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, you fine. You see, I've been gone for so long (laughs) that you know I kind of forgot the rules. But it'll be. It could be something small, like the pet peeves. For me, it would be something like don't squeeze the toothpaste from the middle or the top. Yeah. It'll be something dumb like that. Yeah, I've been with people who are like, uh, can you please put a toilet seat up? Put put the toilet, make sure that the toilet seat is down. Yeah, or down, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I come in, I just lift the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. like, make, and, and it's little things like that, that when you're spending the night, it doesn't bother you. It's not mm-hmm. your house. You don't really care. It's just a night. But then when it's every night, mm-hmm. it starts to annoy you. Because it's like, how many times do I have to say it? Or you'll mention it once. And then it's like, let's just see. But then when you have to keep mention, mentioning it, it becomes annoying. Because yeah, it's an adjustment. like. And that's I, such a small thing to have such a big argument about, though. One of the biggest things that are hard to adjust is uh, what side of the bed are you sleeping on? Because I like to sleep on the side next to the door. That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. Which tends to be the right side of the bed the majority of the time. So there have been some people that will be like, well, that's the side of the bed I'm sleeping on. I'm like, all right, that's fine. But if something happens in this house... Don't get in my okay. way. It's it's funny you said that. Like I think that's funny mm-hmm. because in my own bed, mm-hmm. I sleep closest to the door. Right. Whenever I sleep in my man's bed, he sleeps closest to the door. Mm-hmm. That's a huge adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. But I do feel safer. You know, he's next to the door. The door. Yeah. I do feel safer, but it is a huge adjustment. <laughs> you know, from sleeping in your bed. 
and then sleeping in someone else's bed. It's a, it is an adjustment. Because moving in is like it's like like there's a difference between spending the night mm-hmm. things you need to spend a lot of time together before you decide to move yeah. in and then moving in is like the final permanent thing yeah. like now you, you let's say that one person is living in an apartment you were living in a house right they're no longer going to renew their lease they're going to pack up all their stuff and move it in. in that stuff has to go somewhere yeah hey, you, you have to make room for it you, that's the big thing it has to go somewhere hey, you have to make so room all of this stuff that you're not using <clears throat> but you don't feel like it's trash mm-hmm it's gone. it's gone. And then also when you move in, it's just other things change too. Like the way you spend your time. Like, for instance, when you were quiet dating. Time. Yeah, quiet time. Exactly. Like we we talked about this. You want to hear for the previous ones, but a lot of men Okay. A lot of men <laughs> like to spend their time in the living room. Right. Women tend to spend their time in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. When we went out downtown, we got an Xbox or a PS1 controller in our hand. I read books too. And all of a sudden Y'all come in and y'all like, what you doing? What? <laughs> I just want to know what you doing. I'm I'm reading or I'm playing a game. Oh, what you reading? I'm not about to go into this with you. Is there something that you want right now? Quality time. Because for us as men, sometimes it's kind of like, well, we live together. We spend quality time That's every quality day. Time. Exactly, mm-hmm. but it's not like we. Yeah. A lot of men don't get it until they like get into like a a marriage or something like that. Yeah. But it's like quality time and being in the mm-hmm. house at the same time. They're two separate things. It, it is, but and I think that depends on the type of person, the type of woman that you're living with. Mm-hmm. Like me, I don't need to be up under you as long as we're in the same house together. I'm completely okay with right. that. Like because I'm not the clingy person i love to be by myself when i say by myself i mean in the room by myself i don't mean the whole house just in the room don't leave out the damn house we're spending quality time together in the house (laughs) don't leave leave the house but it it just depends and so it's things like that that need to be established before you move in together because you can't assume those type things you can assume you know when we are spending the night that oh he likes this or he likes that. No, he tolerates this. He, he tolerates, tolerates that. that because it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. But now that you're going to be living here every day, we're going to have to discuss this. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that you need toothpaste in the sink and you spit all over the mirror. So I was actually going to talk about that because I'm taking this. Uh, I was talking to you before we came on air. The couples mm-hmm. in um, family uh, counseling course. Right. What it is, uh, one part that they talk about is that one one way that a relationship strains is because of the expectations mm-hmm. where one has an expectation and the other doesn't know about it. Right. So instead of like we have an issue with communicating, mm-hmm. so instead of like explaining what I expect, right. you just keep barking about it. And right. it's from men and women because right. like the family dynamic is real tricky, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to take into account the lifestyle that they grew up in, right. what exactly. they were accustomed to seeing and yes. what you were not accustomed to seeing. Exactly. So they have expectations where like they're arguing for them, mm-hmm. but they're not asking for them exactly. outright. So exactly. you got to like figure out like, well, they expect you to do this. Mm-hmm. But then here's the other side of that as well. Um, you can never, ever, ever control another human being. Never. You can only give them information. So you got to let them choose to do it. Right. And if they're exactly. not going to do it, maybe change your expectation exactly. depending on what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, and and the thing is that whenever you put expectations on people, people will always, you'll always get your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Because you have to be very vocal about things that you want. Mm-hmm. You can't assume that people 
understand signs that you give. Right. You can't assume that people are mind readers. You can't assume that they, you know, oh, they'll get it. They'll pick up on it. You can't assume. Right. You have to, if it's something you want, if it's something you don't like, you have to say that. Yeah. Which I think is it's interesting you say that because it's like what people think mm-hmm. or what people tell themselves will mm-hmm. affect how they feel and their actions. Yeah. And I was sitting at the table today mm-hmm. when we were at this brunch. And the women at the table were like, yeah, because you were talking about expectations right. and stuff, right? Yeah, when a woman leaves, they want you to chase after them. That's their expectation. And I'm always like, that always used to baffle me because I had to go to my female friend, Ashley. We used mm-hmm. to be friends. Like, I would talk to her, like, with the, the relationships I would be in, like, right. what does this mean? She'd be like, oh, she wanted you to chase after her. She thought she wants you to show her that you care. Right. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Why? If you wanted to go, if you didn't want to leave, why did you say you why? wanted to leave? Right. But women want to feel wanted, she said, mm-hmm. and they expect you to act a certain type of way to validate it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're right. Like, expectations are like a big thing. Yeah, I, I think. So, I used to feel like that. Mm-hmm. I used to feel like that. And then I started to deal with someone who was older than me. Okay. And the thing, and this is not to say that people that are our age Mm -hmm. aren't mature enough, but the thing is, is that I feel like with age comes wisdom. Right. And so with wisdom, you kind of just understand certain things. So it's like... I'm not about to sit up here and play these games with you. Exactly. You get kind of tired of doing it. Yeah. Which I can appreciate because... I feel like I don't want to play games, right. you know? So if I'm feeling a way, I feel like I want to tell you exactly how I feel. Right. And I want you to be able to be able to understand how I'm feeling without throwing a fit. Right. And let's talk about it. Let's move on. Oh, I agree. Let, let's, let's just, let's do that. Sometimes, though, you do want to feel like, oh, if I leave, this person's going to just be... Their life's gonna fall apart without me. They love me this much, like they're gonna be devastated without me. Yeah, you want that. You do want that. You do want the chasing. You do want all of that. But why does it take all of the all of the dramatics? You don't need all of the dramatics for that. Like you should feel wanted and needed anyway. No, I, I'm so glad you said that because it's like there comes a point where like you're just tired of. Um... I don't want to say manipulation, but right. It, it seems like manipulation, like manipulation, I, is a huge part of relationships. Yeah, like though. I expect this outcome. Like mm-hmm. I, if I do this, mm-hmm. I expect this. The thing is, is like when it was when we were talking about that, I was like, if you don't want to leave, and I'm glad you said it comes mm-hmm. with age. If you don't want to leave, then don't say that. Then don't say. Like, don't that, that sounds like pride to me. Like your pride mm-hmm. is is forcing you to like not because you think that. It, well, there's two ways of looking at it. Your pride is getting away because you think that, like, oh, well, I'm not going to seem vulnerable. But then it's also I look at that and say, like, am I making you comfortable right. to seem vulnerable? Right. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to tell you to get out if I don't want you to leave. But then there are some cases where you have to tell somebody to get out when you don't want them to leave because we're out of arguing and we come to an impasse. Right. You're threatening me. Right. Or we're just not getting away. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and head home. Right. Well, I don't want you to go. I think we should go until I calm yeah. down and I promise I'll come back. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you have to go. Yeah, you really need to stop Some, the conversation. Now, yeah, sometimes you have to. It is necessary. Yeah, usually but, when you start cussing at me because I don't cuss at people. But yeah. When I'm talking to you, you start cussing at me. I'm like, yeah, all right, time we, to go. We but when all those down. dramatics of just you didn't come after me, I walked off. You didn't. Come, nobody has time for that. 
Like, oh, I walked out of your door. You didn't come chasing after me. You walked out of the door. You knew the harm you were putting yourself in when you walked out yeah. the door. Oh, here's a, for a man, here's another thing, right? Uh, you expect that because I didn't chase after you, that some other woman's at my house. Right. That part used to always trip me out, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no one's here. Yeah. I dated somebody that would, like, lead, like break things off with me. Mm-hmm. Like, on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Call me on a Thursday and Friday, like, what have you been up to? Nothing. Oh, what are you doing right now? I'm asleep. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, I was just trying to call to see if somebody was there. No one is here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have answered the phone. Do you want something? Like, stuff like that. And yeah. neither is I would get back with them. It would be a yeah. back and forth. But, yeah, like, the expectations, even just, like, because we're talking about moving in. Yeah. But just expectations, period, how they're a trip. And you get to a point where it's like... No, nah, just tell me what you really you, want. You should know exactly. See, the thing, the thing <laughs> is, is that people will, you can mask who you are very well mm-hmm. until you're living in the same house. Man, what? You can really mask bad habits, dirty, trifling, disgusting habits, whatever habits you have that this other person doesn't know that you have. Because it's easy to hide those when you're just spending the night. But when you live with a person, you learn all that crap. You learn all of those. Living with a person will literally make or break a relationship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I know that, like, um, they say, like, you shouldn't live with a person. Or what we would, back in the day, they would call shacking up. You shouldn't shack up with a person before marriage and all that type of stuff. That's horrible advice. And now... I feel like who would get married and then move in together? And I know that there would be people that still would disagree with us, Brian. I'm positive. But honestly. Yeah, I don't know who would do that. That's I like, don't know. You didn't know that who he would do it and who could do it. Yeah, I agree. Like it's like it's just a short example. Y'all never live together, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all moving in. All of a sudden you find out like um This person is a pig. Wow. Yeah, trifling or disgusting. or they don't cook. Yeah, or they don't like they can't tend to themselves. Yeah. They pee sitting down. Who knows? Yeah, but all, and and these are all the things that you <laughs> pee sitting down. Pee sitting down. Right? Pee sitting down. Like he just pee, caught me off. Exactly. He's so sitting bad. down when he pee, and that that might bother you. Like why? Brian, do you do that? When I tell you that, just caught me off guard so bad because I'm thinking, of course she sits down. I'm talking about him. Exactly. My man sits down when he pee. Yeah, like what? What are you six? <laughs> right. But the thing is, is that. These are all things that you should know about a person. Mm-hmm. When when you're when you're in that goes back to masking things. When you're spending the night with a person, of course you're always really cute when you go to bed. You know your pajamas are really cute if you're wearing anything at all. Everything's cute. Mm-hmm. You know you wake up in the morning a little bit earlier. You know your breath don't sink. All types of crazy mess happens, right? And then you move in, all of a sudden you got that same stupid bonnet you want to wear all the time. First of all, let me tell you about this bonnet. That okay? bonnet, man. The bonnet, okay. Bonnet. You wear right? it everywhere. So I have a bonnet, right? Yeah, every go, woman go, has go, a bonnet. Okay, so granted, my boyfriend and I, we don't live together. I got you. We, we don't live together. But he hates the bonnet. Yeah. And I and I try to, like, I don't sleep in the bonnet or anything like that. But I try to explain to him, when I take a shower, I have to wear this thing. That's fine. He's like, okay. But as soon as you're out, take that damn thing off. And I'm like, what is so 
The bonnet like, is annoying. Just, it's not I cute. It's not. I don't want to see yeah. the lunch lady. And I'm like, yeah. the lunch lady? Yeah. So it's not. Y'all because, wear it everywhere. It's like back in the 90s and early house. 2000s where dudes run around with wave caps and stocking caps all the time. That's obnoxiously annoying. But, but he can wear a wave cap. He has really nice waves. Tell him to take it off if you don't like it. Well, I mean, I like his waves. There you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> the thing, the bonnet is like, it's just, for me, I don't know if all men feel this way. For me, it's everywhere. Like, even when we trying to, like, you know, when I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Get, I get that. Get a little fellatio. Why sexy. is the bonnet on your head? It's not sexy. And then the bonnet has makeup stains, grease that. stains. You don't even got a different bonnet. Y'all have that I one do. bonnet. I, I'm telling you, I do. I have a bonnet that I wear in my house, and then I have a bonnet that I wear when I look at it. Man. No, nah, women enough. always. They, 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 it still wasn't good enough. So it's I'm not. convinced that men are just not like not the bonnet. The bonnet. Is just not going. Some to men don't care. Some men like I'm just used to it at this point. Some men don't care, but I think that comes after like years and years of living together. That it's just like it's just a no win. Like obviously she's gonna wear this. You just gonna wear this. Or bonnet. I think it also comes um, with when the man starts to pay for them damn hairdos too. Just like oh, that's a good point. I yeah. just paid three hundred dollars for you to get your hair done. You better tie it up. You better like yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Text him. <laughs> tie. No, note to self. Note to self. But yeah. So anyway, when in in terms of living together, I think you should definitely have those. Um, you know, whatever expectations, you should definitely have those out in the open. Mm-hmm. Like pet peeves and all. Like I, I know I talk about the whole toothpaste thing, and I say that because that is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Even with my children, do not squeeze the damn toothpaste from the middle of the top. Mm-hmm. Squeeze from the bottom, please. Don't. They got a little it. device now that you can buy. Just yeah. Snap it mm-hmm. on, slide it forward. Yeah, my kid. For my children, yes. Yeah. Um, don't leave the toothpaste in the sink when you're done. Rinse the sink out, please. Don't spit all over the mirror. I have sons. Put the toilet seat down. Don't pee all over the toilet. Oh. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> but I, but I have. I laugh at that because that's something that I like. Because yeah. I don't go in there and lift up the whole day. I just lift up the seat. Yeah. And if I get a little bit on, I get the little Clorox wipes and wipe exactly. it down. But it, but you'd be surprised how many grown men don't do that. They just pee. And then you have to tell them that. Like, can you imagine just being a woman? And you get up in the middle of the night and you go to the restroom, right? You go to the bathroom. It's dark. You don't cut the light on. You just sit and on this you wet spot. You sit down and you, your whole ass goes into the toilet. Mm-hmm. Or you sit down, but you sit in his urine. Mm-hmm. Disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's things like that. And that's, those are just like small, minor things. Like, um, I don't know. I think we talked about this before, like gender roles in the house. And yeah, stuff gender like roles that. in the yeah, house. Yeah, like if we're gonna live together, like as a as a woman. Now, I mean, I did take my own trash out, but now that it's a man living here, I don't expect, yeah, I don't expect take the trash to out. take the trash out. No more heavy lifting. Exactly. And no one checking. Who's gonna check on this strange but noise you, at night? But you'd be surprised that some men would probably be like, I mean, you've been taking the trash out all this time by yourself. Now all of a sudden, you want me to only take your trash out? I mean, I would ask, why would a man? He's he, you have a right to feel the way you want to feel, but those mm-hmm. those type of things, I don't come across a lot of men like that. That'll be like, I know women. 
who have for me mm-hmm. that would be not only are we not living together mm-hmm. we're not together we're breaking up because I, I can't deal with a man like that yeah, like right. I would not but I know I know people who have dealt with people like that yeah I I don't I don't know any yeah. men that are like that. I, yeah. Like I, we've talked about on this podcast, uh-huh. gender roles originally were like yeah. they were sexist in nature to keep women they in were, a certain place. But, I, I love them. but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I I can cook. Some, some I got the di- yeah I got divorced and I had to learn how to cook right and yeah. I know how to cook. But the thing is, when I'm in a relationship, I don't I don't really want to. It's not to say that I, I'm saying like, hey, you got to cook in order to be with me. Right. But it's nice to be like, hey, can you cook tonight, every night? And I just cook on weekends. Yeah. Because like, I'm going to take this trash and I'm going to change this tire. I'm going to lift all this furniture. Because women, y'all have a unique ability of like volunteering your man's services for big manual labor. Yeah. Oh, you need your grass cut? Don't worry about it. Brian, right. take care of it. What? Mm-hmm. It's it's climate change outside. Yeah. Europe is like baking right now. You yeah. want me to go outside and cut grass? Yeah. Another thing is uh, uh, blended families moving in. Like how you want to parent the child? Uh, yeah. yeah that, that, I, that I tell my daughter when huge. I'm not around, you need to listen. Yeah, listen to her like you that, listen to me. So that that is huge. Um, I have okay, so I have two. I have two sons, and my sons have never lived. Um, like no man has ever lived with my sons. Right. Um. Except, you know, their dad, of course. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is I'm nervous about that. Not because I don't trust the person I'm with. Nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with when it comes to, like, disciplining kids and stuff like that. Like, I'm not... I I do correct my children, but I'm not big on like hitting my kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not big on other people putting their hands on my kids either. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's safe for other people to put their yeah. hands on my children. And, and so you know, like I feel like all of those things for have them to, be, to clarify. I don't think it's safe it, for it them. It has to be discussed. Yeah, it has to be discussed. Um, what type of tone you use with other people's children? Like that's a very slippery slope. Yeah. It's very. And I mean, after a while, it does, you know, your kids are my kids. I get it. I completely get that. But in the beginning, it's a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just be using no crazy tones with my kids. Yeah, that's why I, I would never, ever date a woman who has kids and use like a an authoritarian tone with them because that's not my child. Yeah. You know, I'd be like a little soft, like, oh, you might not want to do that. And I'm going to yeah. go snitch to yeah. the mom. Hey, yeah. get, get your child, please. Yeah. Please get them. And, and after a while, correct them. Yeah. Definitely yeah, correct them. Yeah. You have but to also, allow your partner the opportunity to correct them, but you got to tell them how. But also, because you don't want them telling the parent, the, other the parents. child has getting upset. A, um, an, uh, another active parent, you also have to have a conversation with them as well. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your expectations? Like, for, so for me, my ex husband and I, He's the bad guy. He does all the discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, all it is with my kids, especially the four-year-old, is I'm going to call you daddy. No, don't call daddy. Boom. Problem over. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so he does all the discipline. <laughs> right? And I feel like if I were to move um, my kids in, you know, if we were all to move in together, I would have to have my ex-husband and, you know, I, they would have to have a conversation. Right, like, yeah, I expect you as my man to correct them. Like, definitely don't let them just get away with murder in here. But as a man, I kind of feel like 
he needs to have a conversation. It's just kind of like, yeah, like if they blah blah like whatever. I don't know. I don't know how men talk. Cause no, I, I, don't I, know. I agree with that. But I, I feel like the conversation definitely needs to be had, though. Like, so I could share. I don't mind sharing the story, but like my child's mother is dating somebody, and I'm dating somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And I've had the person I'm dating around my daughter, mm-hmm. and she's had him around my daughter. Mm-hmm. My child's mother will not let me and him speak. Now, her, yeah, I don't agree with that, mm-hmm. and I don't agree with him for doing it, mm-hmm. but her her reason it is she doesn't want any conflict to ensue. And I understand where she's coming from, right? Mm-hmm. I completely, if that's her reason, she's entitled to that, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's like, this still is not the best way of going about it's it. Not. Because one, I'm not saying that I would ever put my hands on another human being unprovoked. But the other thing is like your concern shouldn't be about the conflict ensuing because he's with you. And my only concern is my daughter. I could right. care less about him being with you. Right. I want him to have an understanding that if you discipline my child, if you yell at my child, if I found out that you touch my child, if I found out that you hug my child mm-hmm. in a manner that's inappropriate, right. I'm I'm going to snatch your jaw from your face. <laughs> That's the issue. That is the issue. But there's a way that all of that literally can be said, should be, be said. said. Yeah. All of that needs to be said in a way, and it still has no conflict. Right. And the snatching your jaw thing isn't like a, a literal yeah, thing, like, but I it's like you need to understand that. I don't have to, to, have to, that. That. Don't have to yeah. say that to you, but this is what I'm telling you. This is this is my child, and this is what I expect from you. Like, this is... I I expect for you to respect my child as if she's your child. Right. With a few exceptions. Because if you put your hands on your children, I don't really expect right. that. I don't expect my own. I, I don't want you putting your hands on like, you can You can let me know. If she's being blatantly just disrespectful, let me know. Yeah, I'll I promise it. I'll take care of it. You know? And so that, that's my whole thing, because I know my kids can be a little off chain sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want it to be a situation where it's, oh, it's like, man, I'm going to have to, da, da, no, 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 no. And I don't want, and I also don't want to take away from it, like, you're not a figure in their lives either, right. you know, because, but at the same time, it's like, but they do have a dad, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's a, <laughs> it's a balancing act because it's like, and it's a balancing act yeah. more so on your partner. Then you because it's like they you know, you they don't, don't want to be disrespected, but they don't want to overstep. Them, yeah, hey. you cannot overstep those right. boundaries. I always say that you need to make it clear to your partner that like um, make it clear what those boundaries are. Let them know mm-hmm. that do not let my child take advantage of you because my child will. will. My child will manipulate the situation. My child will ch- take hey. advantage of me if I let them. Exactly. So. And I always say, call <laughs> me. If you watching my child, call me if my, ch- if my child acts up. Yeah. Because I always tell my child, when I'm not here, mm-hmm. you listen to what she says as if I'm here. Right. If she's saying it, mm-hmm. then it's coming from me. Yeah. And respect what she's saying. Right. All right. And if you if, exactly. And if you're not sure, you can call me. I let her know if she if she's not listening, you call me. Right. Because at the end of the day, like, let's say me and this person buy a house. Right. This is their. This is your. You and your partner buy a house, and you have a kid. Your partner. That's your partner's house as well. Yeah. They're not about to be disrespected in the property that they're paying. Exactly. I'm not getting disrespected in my home. I'm not at your dad's home. Exactly. So you have to like. You have to make it comfortable for them to be able to express themselves, but let them know that hey, you have to take into account that 
this is your kid, but this isn't your biological child. Yeah. But the, the only difference between the two of you is blood, but we got to approach it differently off of the strength of the other parent. Because exactly. a lot of things are off to the strength of the other parent exactly. more so than just me. I know that you wouldn't do nothing bad right. with my child, right. but they don't know you exactly. like that. So exactly. we got to show respect for them. Yeah. You, have, you have to get that relationship going. Like the, the relationship has to be established. I also believe before moving in, the relationship needs to be established mm-hmm. with the significant other and yeah. the children. Because kids, kids be knowing. Listen, kids be if knowing. your kids get bad vibes, it's time. It might be time to stop. That's it. it because be your kids will ruin your life. Like your kids will ruin their life. Mm-hmm. Like because it could t- it could be something as small as my kids. If they were to ever just say like oh somebody touched me inappropriately mm-hmm. game over That's it. Yeah. I'm not questioning like I'm yeah. just the accusation yeah, nah. that that's it for me you know so literally you have to be very very careful when moving in when blending families when you have to be very careful with that kind of stuff you do very but careful. It's and it, it is a balancing act because it's Definitely. like because you love your partner, but you want your partner to be comfortable to like because mm-hmm. they they have a good head on their shoulders. That's why you're with them, and right. you know that they can teach your child to be a better man or a better woman just mm-hmm. depending on like who they are. But right. it's kind of like the balancing act is that they feel it too. They don't want to overstep their boundaries, mm-hmm. but they don't want your child to run amok when you're not around. Right. Exactly. You know, because you like and if you you know your kid as a parent. Like I know that's, my daughter. No, my daughter be quick to be like, I'll just ask my dad for his debit card. And then she'd be like, No. <laughs> uh we don't need to do all that. Or well yeah. did my dad say this? Like, yes he did. It's like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's all about knowing your kid. Knowing your partner and your partner's knowing your kids, knowing you, knowing the position that they play. And when I say the position, which is funny that I just said that because I actually was talking to my boyfriend about that. And I said position, not part. And he loved that for some reason. He was like, part? He was like, the part that I put. No, 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 it's not a part that you're playing. It's a position that you hold. It's not a part. Oh, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like a part is a part of the play. It's a movie role. It's it's temporary. A position is a part of a team. A team is a foundation of trust and relationships. So, yeah. A position is, it's, it's solid. It's kind of like when you hit on a woman and she say you're in my path. That sounds a lot better than saying yeah. I'm in your way. That I'm means in your that, way. Yeah, you're making me a exactly. part of this journey. You don't even know it. Exactly. What you mean, girl? Exactly. Yeah, I'm in your path. Of course. <laughs> so it, it's all like you. All of these things they just need to be established. You need to really just have all of these things just out in the open. Right. Don't assume anything. Don't assume anything and definitely don't. talk. Don't because then your ass will be moving out. Just as fast as you move in. Except if you got yourself a black man. Because, fellas, as y'all know, we're going to keep this going. We don't cheat. We nothing but kings. All day. Black ladies, you got yourself a black king? Love that man. When he at the library, (laughs) he's at the library. (laughs) When he's at work, he's at work. Except when he's not at work and he's not at the library. Then that means that he's just at Bible study. (laughs) And with that being said, there's another episode of BS Thoughts. Tune in next week. And we let let it hear from y'all. Keep sending out your emails. Bye.